Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Credit to Zach Taylor. You know, there's a lot of criticism for him this season. There's always going to be criticism when they're losing. And you hear, oh, Joe Burrow's out. We're really going to see what Zach Taylor's made of. But he did it again under the lights. Primetime football. First road win on Monday Night Football since 1990. But uh, just another primetime win for him. He did it with Ryan Finley as a backup quarterback. And I thought it was one of Zach Taylor's best games in his coaching career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Monday Night Football, that Ryan Finley game, Muppet Night Football, if we remember. I will never let people forget. Uh, but, yeah, I like I said, you got to give credit to the coaching staff. I talk a lot about the design and the run game, but finding stuff that Browning is comfortable with and helping him, protecting him, giving him easy buttons, but also letting him work because you don't need to run a elementary offense, even if it's going to be simpler than what it was. And they did. They found the concepts that Browning can work high lows in the middle of the field. And um, so some of those second level RPOs, I think there's some stuff that they ran that it makes you wonder like, hmm, mm-hmm. give some of those to Burrow Let's see that. And I don't think that it's just like, they got to put Burrow under center and all the other stuff. Cause this game still felt like mostly shotgun to me. I thought this game was still mostly them getting in the shotgun. They went under center. This is another thing though. Some of that 49ers game, they went under center in the game just like they did against the 49ers, but, and they did it more in this game, I think than the past, but it was still mostly shotgun because I can think of a lot of the plays where they're 
long trap from shotgun or a lot of the RPOs, those are shotgun plays. The drop back passing game all came from shotgun. They were not straight dropping back from under center. So quite a bit in there, I think more than 50, probably more than 60%, maybe around 60% shotgun. And that's, you know, so that's something of like, you don't need Burrow to go under center to have a game plan like this. You can add some of those second level RPOs, add some of the other stuff they did. Now, all of that said, we both know, and everybody listening knows, the defense is going to play Burrow differently than they would Browning. I mean, that's the other part of this. I felt like the Jag, the Jags defensive coordinator early on felt like he was just going to, ah, I'm going to get Browning with some of these coverages and blitzes and exotics and whatever else. And then later on, they weren't stopping the run and they didn't respect Browning enough to just treat him like he was Burrow, treat him like this was an elite passing offense. So they were still trying to just, they started trying to bring a safety down in the box and no bigger example than what happened on the go ball to Jamar chase of, I don't, I don't know what they're doing on the three wide receiver side. Felt like something was messed up over there, but it didn't matter. They were trying to play a single high coverage on third and one third and two, because they're trying to stop the run, get the ball back. And that was the easiest touchdown that Browning could have had. He made a good throw and Chase made a good catch and run, et cetera. But single high against Jamar Chase. I think some of that also, you have to give a little bit of credit to T Higgins coming back because they weren't able to key in on Jamar like they were in the last game. So now that there's two big threats and the run game is a threat, it just felt like the Jags had no answer whatsoever. And while that's awesome, I wonder if it's sustainable at all for Burrow because defenses just play him different. You have to really have a run game for, I feel like, a defense to get out of that type of look and give Burrow free one-on-one shots to chase down the field. It would be really, really nice if Chase Brown ends up working out, to be honest. I mean, we I know where it was drafted in the draft, and we've talked a lot about the running back situation. You have Joe Mixon, and then that's it. That's all it feels like. But for Chase Brown to come out, and 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 we'll see if it happens in the final five games. And look, if this team finds a way, I would say if you get four out of five wins, you're sneaking into the wild card. You could maybe even say three out of five wins with the way the AFC is starting to look with all these injuries. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's for me personally. I want to see this Colts game and see what they look look mm-hmm. like versus the Colts. They're back home. Um, obviously. I feel like with, with the Colts backup situation, he has had the starter role before and he's been in, you know, that big time position. You could look at when he was starting for the Philadelphia Eagles at times when Jalen Hurts was was out. So we'll see what that looks like. You know, it's it makes it for it makes it for fun football in December when we really thought, oh, okay, well, we'll just see what all these rookies are about. We get to see who the rookies are, but we also get to see a team maybe compete maybe make things fun, maybe kick the Steelers or the Browns out of the playoffs or find themselves, you know, into some wild card mix. But yeah, it's one week at a time in the NFL right now. Cincinnati Bengals surprised a lot of people. It was a really fun Monday night football game. Good for Jake Browning. I know you mentioned it. He probably made himself some money last night and that's always awesome to see you guys taking advantage of opportunities under the lights. Um, it was really cool. After the game, you see all the national media outlets, everybody's talking about him. And um, just a huge night for him and, and the support of his teammates, because one of the things that, you know, we look back on 2019 and 2020, Joe, when they were losing, not losing on purpose, but they lost the games to get Joe Burrow. Then when Joe Burrow went down, they lost 
after he went down with his injury, they lost a lot of games and they got Jamar Chase. None of that is on purpose, but it just kind of worked out that way. You don't want that mindset. There are a lot of young guys on this team. Jamar Chase, he's been with this team and he's only familiar with AFC championship games and, and going to a Super Bowl. Um, you, you don't want to lose a bunch of games in a row. And being without Joe Burrow, it is going to be difficult in these next final game, next final five games, but it it makes it kind of fun to see what some of the youth and, and some of these guys can do because after that game, it felt like they were a little back, just a little. Yeah, uh, well, they're going to go as the quarterback goes, and just like this game, the quarterback was good. They were good. Um, I am in the position of kind of nihilistic of like, none of this matters. <laughs> and now, if, if we get a Nick Foles run, if they win a if they win a playoff game, I'll be fully in. Imagine if they beat part. the Ravens in the wild card round. Sure, anybody they could they could beat the Texans in the wild card round, or the Dolphins, or the Bills, or. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody in the West that can win that besides the Chiefs. Huh? Uh, but <laughs> I'm I'm in the mind of just like kind of whatever happens here is going to happen. It doesn't matter if they lose the game. Great draft stock. If they win the game, great. I had a lot of fun, and I'm hoping that I think if I am picking one, I want them to win games and make the playoffs and do that. But I also feel like there is the advantage of the other side of like, oh, they do pumpkin up and lose these games. It's fine too. So it's kind of interesting. It's just like not having, not having a feeling of like expectations or anything been a while to just kind of go into a game and just flow with it. Whereas I feel like every other Bengals game while Burrow was healthy, you go in expecting to win and then you're just kind of, there's no chill element of that. <laughs> Maybe some people are, but for me, there's not as much of like a relaxed sensation. Whereas when Browning's out there, I'm just kind of just like, yeah, let's see it. You know, throw cool. some bombs. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That's how I went into the game last night. Then in the fourth quarter, when they're going to overtime, I'm pacing around the living room like, okay, they need to win this game. I need to see them win it. It's been an incredible game. And uh, I don't know, it's fun. Let's talk about the defense really quickly. Um, Look, there's still explosive plays that they're giving up. But we had mentioned it kind of going into this game. You're going to see guys like Jordan Battle. Unfortunately, Cam Taylor Britt is on the short-term IR. You know, there is a chance that he returns this season. I think it really depends on where they're at at that point. Um, but he will be out for the next three games. And uh, that really gives DJ Turner some reps with Cheeto out there in the secondary. Uh, Mike Hilton had one of his best games. DJ Reader was really fun to watch out there. Miles Murphy. That uh, one tackle where he just felt – he I feel like it was like a one-shoulder grab and he just – Pulled him right, either pulled him out that, of bounds or that play was great too. Um, they ran a speed option, which they had done in that game multiple times, 
And against speed option, you're, you're basically reading one guy. And the defense should have a guy for the quarterback and a good guy for the running back. Uh, it didn't feel like they had that. And Murphy is the read on that play. So I think it was Lawrence at the time takes steps towards Murphy until Murphy has to commit to it, then flips the ball up. But Murphy's such a good athlete that he's able to then still recover, get outside and stop ETM before the first down. And yeah, he did it with like one hand and just dragged him out, which was, uh, you know, pretty cool, but it's a good play too. Like it's a really sound play. I saw somebody try to say like, Oh, he lost contain. It's like, well, if he stayed outside and contained, that's just seven yards to the quarterback up the middle. It's not his fault. There has to be somebody to help him here. Um, he's the read player. So he's actually not supposed to make that tackle. It's really cool that he was able to anyway, continue. Yeah. You know, just other guys, when you, you think of their youth, the rookies who were stepping up last night, what did you think overall? Man, I felt terrible for Dax Hill on that touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Got to tip it down. Well, he's trying to catch it. I, I get that. It, it's so wild how it ended up being one of the most incredible plays to a touchdown, which it really did feel like a little bit of luck because it, it, I thought I thought Dax had it. But uh, when you look at guys like Dax Hill, Jordan Battle, DJ Turner, what did you think last night? Jordan Battle's been awesome. He hasn't missed a tackle yet. And I think that's the biggest difference between what he and Nick Scott were able to bring because Nick Scott was missing at least a tackle a week, if not more. Jordan Battle hasn't missed a tackle yet. That's great. Um, he also finally got tested deep downfield in coverage. He went with the old cover the eyes move and then broke it up. Felt like he was in control. Felt like he knew where the ball was going. I liked that play from him as well. Turner, I felt like was an up and down game, which he's had a few of these. He's also a corner and these young corner is going to have a lot of up and down games. I feel like unless you're sauce Gardner, I guess. 